Yo, yo, yo. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Grizz Nation podcast. I'm here with Brad, as always. Say what's good, Brad. Going on, everybody? How's it going? And we're back with our 12th episode. So episodes are starting to pile up. They will pile up eventually a lot more once the season comes. But right now, we're still in this offseason period. Uh, it's been a very... We told you on the last episode, there's going to be a lot of... A big amount of stall time because nothing's going on in the NBA right now besides Kevin Durant news, it kind of feels like. But we did get some Grizzly news um, yesterday at 2 Central time. And that mm-hmm. news is the our NBA schedule. And if, if this was like last year or the year before last year, we're not making this episode. But nope. since the Grizzlies had a, one of the most exciting seasons in their whole history of being a team, arguably the most exciting season of their history, they are now getting respected around the league. So their, schedule, their schedule actually has stuff for us to... Talk about it. Just, it, it, I, I'm gonna lie with you. I was really hyped when I was looking through the schedule uh, from yeah. a Grizzlies fan, from being a Grizzlies fan, because I don't get this uh, ever since being a Grizzlies fan. Yep. Uh, I were if if we were on TV, that's like a big occasion to me, especially before last season. Because last season we got 11, I think, or mm-hmm. I think 11 altogether. I don't know how many games we mm-hmm. had because uh, people, some people count NBA TV. I don't count NBA TV. Um, yeah. Just because MATV is not a thing that everyone gets, I don't get it personally. Pay for it, yeah. Yeah, so it's if I only count ESPN, ABC, uh, TV, TNT, and yeah. I think Gosh. that's the that's the three right there. Yeah, that's the three. Um, that those are to me are national televised games. MATV is kind of like a it, to me it's a national televised game, but it's kind of like a throw-in yeah. thing. So it's like kind of like a pay pay per view kind of something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So how the numbers go? We have, including NBA TV, 28 uh, t- televised games that are not considering local games. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I love, don't get me wrong, I love Grizzlies local games. I can listen to our announcing crew every day. Yeah. Well, bet, some of the best in the NBA, personally, I think they are the best. But I don't want to sound too biased. But, yeah. uh, they had that drip on they, last season, bro. They got they pulled out the chains for that one game, dude. Yeah, hey, so who else to, is doing that? Who else is to, doing that? Shout out to Pete and Brevin. They're great announcers. Yeah. Also, also Rob Fisher. Because actually, we're using Rob Fisher's, uh, mm. um, well, I hope, I don't know. If, I feel like, I feel like I might, I feel like his name might be something. I, I, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty positive his name's Rob Fisher, but he's our, mm. uh, on court, uh, announcer. You know, guides, right. interviews, and all that. Shout out to him. Uh, we're all actually right. using his little analy- in a, in a, uh, breakdown to the schedule, so because he brought he broke down the biggest points of the season that are worthy of talking about, mm-hmm. and that's what we're using. So, I like like I was saying, um, Grizzlies have twenty eight, considering our national televised games and NBA TV, eighteen to on the on the three prime channels that I was talking about, and ABC, TNT, and uh, ESPN. Okay. So. That that is amazing for Grizzlies basketball. Uh, yeah. the last couple of years, or just for the longest time, we just don't have those at all. I just don't brought a point. Like this eighteen, this season feels like more than the whole green grind era combined. That's how disrespected the Grizzlies got have gone in with this whole national t- uh, televised schedule. And not to mention, one of the games is on Christmas Day, which is against the Warriors. Is the probably the most important game to Grizzlies fans this season. Rivalry now. Uh, Besides the games, you know, that's probably going to end up... What's the point? Regular season game of, like, that we're seeing right now on schedule, it's that Warriors game. Because that's probably... That's becoming one. That's becoming the biggest rivalry in basketball right now. I was dropping 50. We have never been on Christmas Day. Just never happened on it. 50 points on Christmas. 
I'm sorry, Hornet fans. Y'all are the only only team left that has not gone to Christmas again. Uh, I wish they would give them one. But I wish they would give them one. It's 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 messed up that like somehow there's a fan base that just doesn't have a Christmas game. Like I I was in this whole uh saying of like last year, like, hey, put put us on against the Hornets on Christmas Day the next year because mm-hmm. like it's still John it's still John versus Lamella. Like mm-hmm. just just put them together so like we get our Christmas games. Yeah. Too bad to get the guys against the Warriors. That's that just tells you, you know, how prime time we've gone in over the uh, last year. Yeah. And Hornet fans, I'm sorry, yeah, y'all just y'all just stay up in the dumps, I guess. But I mean, hey, we're gonna get into it, uh, because this because this is actually a very fun schedule to go through. I feel like the NBA yeah. kind of constructed it very weird, uh, compared to yeah. just compared to maybe other schedules. Because I the way I'm looking at this schedule, it's just it's very uh. I feel lopsided. Like there's the first half just has a lot of like mm-hmm. I would think easy games. I mean, we're just, this is we're saying this before the start of the year. I don't know yeah. if the Sacramento Kings for some reason just want to be a really good team this season. I don't know if the if one of these teams that I think would be good just end up being really bad. But a lot of these teams, I feel like in the start of the year, we're just like it's not. It shouldn't be they. They're I'm not gonna say they're exactly bad teams, but like they shouldn't be up to the Grizzlies level this season. I think the Grizzlies are team. Going back to like the Kings real quick, I think, like I feel like they're gonna kind of be like going to like anybody who's a college football fan. They're kind of gonna be like a Nebraska type of team, you know what I'm saying? Like that can you know can compete really good against teams, but they just can't like close out the games. I feel like that'll be them this season. Yeah, which is because actually I remember the Kings last. I don't know if it was last year. It might have been the year before last year. They actually had the best closeout uh, starting lineup. It was it was kind of it's kind of crazy compared to considering how bad our team is, but. Yeah. Kings have a completely different team now, uh, and yeah. like I said, I don't know if their team is a playoff team, especially because they don't have that guy. They just kind of have a bunch, like they have, they have a lot of solid players, but they don't have that guy. Like we have John Morant, mm-hmm. and John Morant's going to be that guy. Desmond Bain, you know, like that, that that that's kind of an issue for the Kings. And if you think De'Aaron Fox is that guy, stop it. Uh, but we, yeah, like I was saying, besides talking about the Kings, the 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 first half of the schedule has a lot. Like I feel like Grizzlies should be able to take care of business on mm-hmm. a lot of these games, yeah. but in the second half, wow, we just it's just brutal. Like yeah. they, they just gave us such a bad second half. Like we have so we have so much, especially in March, we just have so much comp through the whole second half of this schedule. Look at this, these this our longest trip on that is we start off with the the Lakers, right, and the Suns in Sacramento, which is all right. Then Golden State, then Minnesota. That's yeah, which right there. we always have those those type of trips every year. But the thing is that we don't usually have in those trips is Minnesota, and yeah. now having the and now having to add up that West Coast trip with going to go play <laughs> in Minnesota, which is Minnesota. Now. It's gonna be Minnesota's gonna be a very improved team this season. They're very improved. <laughs> they actually they, they made a big move uh, yeah. that led to them be being now considered a top a top four te- uh, seed in the West with Rudy mm-hmm. Gobert because they need yeah. you know they needed to tear defense. Mm-hmm. They needed they needed good rebounding. Rudy yeah. gives them that. And mm-hmm. on top of things, they've added a couple other players, one of them being Kyle Anderson, which kind of hurts. But Ooh, they, nice. it, it, it's, it, I'm just saying, like, at least they didn't get Tyus Jones. I, you know, you know, T.O. fans want to do a pack in Minnesota. But that, I would have been actually, I would have been really, really pissed. And yeah. it's funny to see. I don't, I, Grizzly fans have to let us know. Because, look, I get there's a little bit of a rivalry here with this whole Minnesota Grizzlies thing. But I'm not seeing that much as a rivalry. I'm more rent free about the Warriors. Just <laughs> way more rent free about the Warriors. They and maybe even like I, I also like T Wolves, yeah, there's a rivalry there, but I don't see mm-hmm. as much of a rivalry 
as T-Wolf fans do. T-Wolf fans are rent-free about us. I see them every day talking about the Grizzlies. They they were I saw Grizzly, I saw T-Wolf fans on Twitter like marking us on their on our calendars and stuff. Like I'm well, sorry. Because they're they're salty because they, they just couldn't live yeah, up to that 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 hype. I mean, shoot. They yeah, they got eliminated. So I guess I guess that's the you know, it's like, hey, this is a team that eliminated us. So this is a team that we really want to beat. Uh, I listen to Pat Bev's energy too much, dude. Yeah. Pavet's not on the team anymore. So I, I know, but hey, it's but, kind of funny. But, uh, but yeah, um, I I don't know. I just want to know what Grizzly fans think. Like, I don't feel like the T Wolves as much as a rivalry to us as their fan base seems. But I guess just because mm-hmm. we're a team that eliminated them, it means these games mean so much more to them. But but yeah, like I said, uh, let's start. We should start with the start of the schedule, and we kind of build our way up about because it's gonna get. We're going to go into certain topics uh mm-hmm. in our schedule, but we're just gonna start from the very start. And that's really a gets against New York on ESPN. Crazy. We we we've awesome. we gone to the point where we're actually on we're actually on ESPN in our first game, and that's I don't think that's the opening day. Opening day is the day before that. You know they got like the Celtics, Sixers, teams like that. How they usually do. Uh, but we're on the next day on ESPN against the Knicks, and this is in our house, which I love. So, Grindhouse, opening night, ESPN, crazy. We get to watch Jalen Brunson's debut at the Knicks, even though I still think they're going to be a mid-team. Yeah. And, man, like, I, I, I don't know. There's something about us being on, on ESPN uh, in our opening game just feels crazy to me. Like, it's, this is a team yeah. that I, I, it, I feel like Grizzlies is one of them teams that, you know, people would not expect to ever first game. Oh, yeah, we're going to see the Grizzlies playing. I, actually, mm-hmm. I, wonder, I wonder if our franchise history, have we ever played our first game on ESPN? I doubt. But um, we're not gonna go into like these games. Uh, because I, I mean, I'll take two hours to go into these actually games. But It'd take two um, hours. But that was just that's what's right. Like I'm, we're just gonna pretty much bring up the big games. Um, but yeah, that that was a that that's a good start. First game we have the Knicks, and then we have Houston the next, or we have Houston and Dallas on a back to back. But I like our first two. I like the first two is a good. Two teams to start with, you know, take it and see if we can take their business on them. Um, especially if we're going to play a back to back on Dallas because yeah. Dallas has improved a lot this season. It's a tough. Uh, they, yeah. they got Christian Wood now. That's that's a little scary. Matchup. A guy like Christian Wood next uh, next to Luca. And like I was saying about the whole schedule looking kind of weak in the start of the season, I mean, you got Brooklyn, which we don't know how Brooklyn's going to look this season. They might, Brooklyn, I, I'm guessing yeah. they're going to have KD and Kyrie. So if they do, uh, then it's not going to look like an easy team. But I just don't know what's going on with their team. Like, it might be a mess before starting. Yeah. I don't know if they're even going to be playing. It'd be like but, the John Wall situation. Who knows? Yeah, like, I, I just don't, I just don't know what's going on with Brooklyn. Then you got Sacktown in Sacktown. That's a weird West Coast road trip off the start. Got to yeah. go Sacktown, and then it's back to back against Utah with Pat. You know, Pat Bev's there now, so there's Ooh, the Pat Bev in, in Utah against the Mormons. Back to back in their house, like. If we are doing a playoff series, which you know we had that a couple years ago, maybe we're maybe we're more now we're more built team to go play them in that in that stand. And who knows? I'm just saying, Donovan Mitchell might not even be on the on the Jazz before the season starts. He the, the trade talks have been still there. Uh, I don't yeah. know if they're really heating up to anything. I know the the Knicks have really been the team that's most involved mm-hmm. with it. Then yeah. there's like some weird teams like the Horns. I think we're trying to get involved. <laughs> they, well, I, I don't know. Some some average teams are trying to oh. get into it. Yeah, it's at Utah two times in a row, then at Portland. So. A rough road West Coast yeah. trip to start, you know, going from Sacktown to Utah for two games and to Portland. Mm-hmm. Those, because I'm telling you, as a East Coast team, the West Coast road trip kick your ass. And 
to have one off the start of the year. I mean, it, it, it just it might be better just to get them out the way, but yeah. it, it's just that's a tough one to start with. And yeah. I, I'm I'm kind of just I guess we kind of just be glad that all the all those four West Coast teams are probably not that good, and mm. we and it, at least the comps is not that great. But that 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 yeah. obviously means that they put us in a West Coast trip against all the good teams later in the season, mm. which you know we're gonna get to. Uh, but then it's like we go home and we're against Charlotte, Washington, Boston. That's a hard one. I think that yeah. Boston one's actually on the back to back. So Burge. we play Washington, we play Washington, and then we play Boston the next day. That's a hard one. Mm-hmm. Um, at San Antonio, Minnesota. Like I said, they got better. But then you got the yeah. Wizards again. You got the Pelicans, who probably gonna be better team this year, but still Pelicans. Uh, OKC. That's easy. Brooklyn. And then you got Sac Sac Town again. Pelicans. New York again. Uh, Minnesota. It's on my yeah. birthday, dude. I'm happy. I get the Philly, and then you got Detroit. Like it just feels like there's a lot of teams. that's like we, we we should be out here, you know, be able to take care of business against. So it's guys. gonna be a it's gonna be a kind of a hard one, sure. And my bats get past the games that are prime time. Um, Portland and, and that West Coast road trip that we were just talking about. We are against Portland. Um, ESPN. Yeah, on ESPN, and then we also got Minnesota on ESPN, and we got the Pelicans on TNT. I love it, uh, and yeah, like like I like I continue to say, like the schedule is just not that great to start of the year. Uh, so, what are you thinking about? You think the Grizzlies do just come out here in the first half and they take our business, or you think they have to? Well, they have they have to really? You think they might have a little bit of struggles trying to adjust to not having Jaron, losing a guy like Kyle Harrison, and having the rookies take in their spot? Because we know that's not going to be something that that just mm-hmm. you know. It's just gonna click right away. Yeah, it might. Who knows? But I, it, I just, it's something that I can't see personally. I think there's mm-hmm. gonna be a little bit of struggles, but just with the comp that we are playing, I do think that we're gonna be able to take care of business on a lot of these teams. So, mm-hmm. how are you feeling about the whole start of this schedule? Oh yeah, like you said, like without Jaren, it's gonna be, it's, it's, you can't replace that. Like his defense last year was just in, insane. Like he, you can't replace his defense from last year. Uh, so that's definitely a big hit. But I feel like though. With that, I feel like Brandon Clark can step up and be that guy. I like can't like fully replace Jaron, but he can definitely feel like he have somewhat of a breakout year this year. Um, and I feel like that will be good for us. Um, like you said, like losing Melton and Anderson. Um, I feel like David Roddy is going to do decent as well. He showed us in summer league days, um, a consistent player. Then hey, I'm just excited. To see those guys step up overall, yeah, like you said, like it's not the best comp. So, I mean, I feel like we can definitely take care of business. It's just the fact that we're going to be kind of weak down low, weaker down low in the paint uh, for our defense. I feel like Clark can step up um, and, and provide us decent defense down low. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about the start of the season. Yeah, like I, I think it's more the second half where. Uh, I mean, I, yeah. I'm not exactly sure because I feel like we'd have it together in a second half, but yeah. man, some of these because Jaron just ridiculous. Jaron's predicted to come back like December, or January, so that'll be second half of the season starts on the 14th, so he could be back then, but he might not be like 100 percent yet, like where he was last year. I, I, nor do I expect him to be 100 percent there right when he gets back, but. It'll definitely be good to have him back. Yeah. Uh, so continuing to the schedule, we have our longest homestand <clears throat> coming in with we play Miami, OKC, Detroit, Atlanta, and Milwaukee all at home in a row. So that's another thing. 
like I was saying, the, the start of the schedule looks a little little iffy comp-wise. Yeah. And we also have our longest homestand to start a, a little bit in the start of the year. So those are something that, like, I, like, I feel like the Grizzlies, you know, last year kind of had the situation where they got through their hard schedule at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. And late in the year was where we played a lot of, you know, average teams. Like, we had some stretches where we were just playing yeah. the Hornets in Detroit, like, it, it it was a lot lot more easier second half, so mm-hmm. we're really getting a lot of these a lot of these important things like these little kind of weaker sk- stretches and mm-hmm. longest homestand. Something I look at to be yeah. able to play five games in a row at home is a great thing, yeah. especially because Grizzly like a team like the Grizzlies really feed off the the energy mm-hmm. in their in their uh, own home. So, mm-hmm. eh, man, it's 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 just kind of like I I don't know if I'm I like that. Mm-hmm. That all that's out the way, but it, it at the same time, like I said, it could start to us just having a really good start of the season, yeah. And just kind of, and, and maybe that start, you know, gives us so much momentum that really in the second half that we kind of just are able to really, really like play up, play, play up to our best, the best that we can on this comp and take care of business against these guys. But and it's yeah, not like so- in that first part of the season, too, um, that like I feel like that'll be a time where. You know the rookies are getting used to everything like that, and that's what I like too. Uh, in some of yeah. like the games, it's not always going to be easy either. It's not any of these games; it shouldn't be, you know, too easy for the rookies. So, as long as they can just get the experience, and we still play like some decent teams, not as much as the second half, but can still definitely um, those rookies' experience in those tough situations, and you know, having to close out games, whatnot, having to come back in the fourth quarter, things of that nature. Then they're ready for those harder games in the second in the second half of the season, which is which is really huge. So I think our first half of the schedule will really been our fin our rookies a lot. So that's what I gotta say for that. Yeah, and so like when it, so when it comes to our longest uh, home stand, mm-hmm. it does lead right after to a long uh, road trip and. Yeah. You know, you kind of up with a with a with a big homestand like that. So mm-hmm. we play OKC, cool. Uh, OKC is no problem. You know, Memphis OKC is not a big road trip. You know, we're playing a team that's going to probably be tanking this year because yeah. they want that Victor dude. I, I'm not gonna try to say the last name. Yeah. If y'all know who I'm talking about, y'all know what I'm talking about the little seven seven five guys. Yeah, insane that everyone's gonna try to tank for, <laughs> and maybe even Scoot Henderson. There's a, there's a couple really yeah, good studs in the class, but they're talking they're talking about this Victor guy like he's a guy that teams are gonna tank for in the start of the year. So yeah, hey. Who who knows how, what OKC is gonna be like? But I don't feel like OKC is gonna be all that. Mm-hmm. Once again, they're still in rebuild mode. Yeah. But who knows? Just saying, the rookies. Some of the players might take jumps. The rookies look really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, OKC. But then it gets really hard because this this look this homestand is actually really tough. This is our first, you know, uh, like this is like in a video game, like the first boss, pretty much. Yeah. Um, tell we tell we reach up to the final boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got on the road at Denver, so we have to go against Joker. Never easy to never easy to no. go into the Joker's house and try to beat him. That's just not that's that's just not an easy task at all. And then we got to go into Phoenix's house and try to beat tough Devin Booker. You know Chris Paul. Some people call him Piss Paul right now because of his struggles, but <laughs> it, it's still still a good team. We know this. They run in the regular season. They've they've been last year. They had how many wins? I'm not I, like Grizzlies were balling, but we were struggling to get to that. We like we were a second seed, but we just we were just so out the race of the first seed because. Yeah. The Suns were just couldn't lose. Yeah. Uh, then you got Good. on the road the most hey, to me the most important game of the season right now on ABC. Uh, oh, not mind for not to mention Denver game on TNT, Phoenix game on ESPN, and it awesome. leads up to this game on ABC against 
the Golden State Warriors on Christmas Day. <laughs> My and man, I'm so excited about this game. I really want to go to this game. Don't know how possible it is because the tickets are gonna probably be on. <laughs> at that, I, the ticket, the nosebleed seats are gonna be expensive. So <laughs> I, I really, it's gonna be really tough. I doubt I can, but I don't care if I'm able to wake up on Christmas Day and just 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 be able to watch this game on Christmas Day. Like it's a it's a blessing to be able to watch these two teams go out on Christmas Day, especially with their little beefs going on right now. Yeah. I mean, him and Java talking on Twitter all day. They were talking on Twitter all day, and they were asking for this game. And that was, let's get it straight, though. The beef is not like... I like This is like the, this is the best way that like, this beef can go because it, it, it people are acting like it's corny, but to me, it's like... Nah, we got like, a point. It's, to, me, it, to me, it's corny if they were being personal about it. But I like how... John and Draymond were kind of just like they're literally out here. We're we're literally out here just talking about like how we're gonna whip how how someone's gonna whip each other in bat in basketball. Like it's the talk is about basketball. No, nothing personal. It's about basketball. Draymond's saying like, "Oh, you're gonna eat, you gotta eat with our you gotta eat with the touch of the game and all this." Like it's nothing. It's nothing like too. It's nothing personal. So it's like yeah. it's just it's just cool. It's a cool beef. Um, we're still rivals, and you know we want all the smoke. Obviously. We're still gonna beat them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I do. I don't appreciate Clay calling Jaron a bum. Though. Don't. That did piss me off. But yeah. it's. It, but you know, lost. And it's I think only- it happened because I forget. It happened because of our mocking their saying or whatever. But who? We'll get some. End of the day. We'll get some taste of his own medicine on that game. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, end of the end of the day. It's it's like a friendly kind of beef. Nothing too like. It's not. It's not like we hate. It's not like these teams hate each other to the match, but it is a big rivalry in basketball right now. Um, and we these these like trust me, the Grizzlies want to beat the Warriors as much as they can. Feel they like, want to get their full revenge on them. I feel like Steve, this is the best way to put it. It's like more that the fan bases have beef with each other more than like the actual teams. I feel like that's like the best way we can put it. In the words of Charles Barkley, he he brought it up and he said. I forget who they were playing, but he picked the other team in front of the Warriors because they were they were doing this live in front of the Warriors fan base. And he said, "I picked the other team because I hate the Warriors fan base. They have the most obnoxious fan base in the NBA." It is true. Charles Barkley's words himself, and it and it's completely true. I it's, it's not exactly the, the Warriors. Like, look, Clay might piss me off sometimes. Draymond might have some takes out here that piss me off sometimes. Curry, not really ever pisses me off. I said, he's, I said he's cooking my team. Same with Jordan Poole, doesn't really piss me off, but he might be cooking my team. So there's certain, but I don't really have I don't really have much problem with Warriors players at all. It's their fans. Their fans are the, the most their fans are the most annoying in the NBA to me. Like I, I really just can't I really just can't get over their fans. Maybe I feel different if I was like a a fan of a of a team that had a really actual like serious rivalry. Like if I'm a Lakers fan, I can see why they hate Boston fans so much. Or I can see why Boston fans hate Lakers fans mm-hmm. so much. But right now the Warrior fans are on. They they have there's not pen base that's made me so mad and I, I and let's understand it like I've I've been not like Warrior fans because I'm from Cali I mean I live here so I'm Warrior fans are all are like I'm always around Warrior fans but like Brad's in Michigan he's just he's just starting to realize like you, you're starting to realize this now like Warrior fans are just toxic like they've all and they always been this toxic like they, no, I've been their fan base because everybody at my school is just a Warriors yeah. fan and they all. They all. I'm not gonna say that word on our podcast episode, but they, they're bandwagon of the the Warriors. They just they just ride them. They are gawking. They're gawking, yeah. and it, it, that's why they're everywhere because there's a bunch of bandwagons yep. 
Um, if you if if you watch the Grizzlies a couple years ago when we had Bruno Caboclo and Julian Washburn <laughs> playing, you would if you were against the Warriors, there'd be more Warrior fans there than Grizzly fans because. And the funny thing is, though, a lot of them people that have Warrior jerseys on were probably Grizzly fans a couple years ago when they were Grand Grand Grizzlies, but now they're Warrior fans because these because that team's already getting rings. It's just it's just how it is. That that fan base has is full of bandwagons, but also the. And, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of good Warrior fans. I'm not dissing all y'all. There's there's good Warrior fans out there, trust me. But a lot of them are. It's a more of the bandwagon ones, and there's a lot of the really really toxic ones. Yeah. Uh, and I always say every fan base has its bad Grizzly. There's there's some bad Grizzly fans out oh, yeah. there. There's some bad. Yeah. There's some there's some bad uh, wizard fans if they have any, but there's, there's some bad ones. Trust me. It, the Chargers have twelve fans. There's a couple bad ones. It, it out of the twelve, like it, like that's that's a that's a thing that every fan base has. But I feel like the Warrior fans just get to me the most. I, it, it it will continue to happen. But uh, that's just that's why this game you know means so much to me, and uh, I I really hope the Grizzlies take care of this on Christmas Day. Mm. Calling it out, Jaw drops fifty three points. Fifty three points. Yeah, like oh, are you what did we what did we what did we what did we put on our, on our I forget. We put something on our wipe like on like a chalkboard like in our locker room. Uh, I forget what it was though. Like mm. but it was something the Warriors said. It was a quote the Warriors said. Um, um, and the Grizzlies take it personal. But I guess I, I guess that's just the point I gotta make. This is the, Isn't it like a look, comment like said, on like our grit and grind or something? Or was that Minnesota or Pat Bev? I mean, no, no, no that was a the, it was a quote about the Warriors. It was right. different. Um, but like I was saying, like nothing. We're not. We're not. We're not talking on some personal shit. But we we in a way we kind of take it like it is. But it's more. It's more like we really want our revenge because yeah. you know we we we're not happy about how how it went out last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not gonna go. Bring up how stuff could have been different because I don't want to be that guy. Oh, Bane had a bad back and Neural Jaw wasn't like it. We just won't, we're just going to, we're not going to make no excuses. We're going to come into this season and we're going to try, we're going to do whatever we can to yeah. own, own the Warriors this year. And I really hope it goes that way. I want to own the Warriors. We, we, we owned them regular season last year, but too badly we couldn't do it in the playoffs. Yep. So I don't care. We can own them in the, we can own them regular season, which I want to beat them on Christmas Day, though. Yeah. Cause it, People are gonna remember the Christmas Day game more than the other games. Mm-hmm. And on top of things, if we meet if we meet those guys back in the playoffs this time, be it's gonna them. be different. And, yeah, this time be the, it's simple as that. But back to going through that schedule, uh, we're gonna speed it up just a bit. We we have the Happy New Year's games. Mm-hmm. Play Pelicans on the thirty first, and then sure. the first day of the new year, we play the Kings. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a cool thing to see. Back to back, back to back against San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then big game to me every year. I love I love the MLK games, especially because it's a pretty early game mm-hmm. and on to, always on TNT. Uh, we I, I like it more because what the hit like what the history when we're playing like the Hawks or yeah. the Pelicans. Yeah. Uh, but we're playing Phoenix this year, and actually we beat Phoenix on MLK Day last time I played them. So that is a tough game though on MLK. Keep it up, yeah. But keep it up. We played them on TNT. Uh. I feel like Grizzlies have a little. I feel like the Grizzlies get an attribute boost though when I'm playing MLK. Day. <laughs> so it, it, it's. I mean, we have the last couple of years we've beat 
both teams. Um, usually we lose on we we we, we were we were losing to Pelicans a lot on okay day, but yeah. as the recent years, we have took care of business on that day and we've blown out these teams. Well, mm-hmm. Suns game, it's actually Suns game was close, but last year we whooped the the Bulls, mm-hmm. which they weren't injured. Yeah. It also led to you know that one famous clip of Stephen Adams picking up Tony Bradley after <laughs> him and John got to it. Uh, then the longest road trip comes up right after MLK Day. Yeah. Or we play Cleveland and then down and then it's the longest road trip. ESPN against the Lakers in LA. Then we have to go play in the we have to go play in the Suns house again. We have to play the Suns. I'm so surprised much. that one's like, not even like on NBA TV. Like, how is that not on NBA TV? That like not even I don't know, on But that. instead they said instead they said it was put Sacramento <laughs> on that NBA makes TV no against sense. the Grizz. Uh, but then ESPN against you know who? The Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Uh, and NBA TV against Minnesota, so that's a really tough road trip. Like yeah. I said earlier in the year, we had a we had a West Coast trip, which didn't wasn't as hard. Like, but now you know this one's going to be a little more tough. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the stuff in the Lakers is here. To be honest, I feel like if AD and LeBron are healthy, they're a good team because it's just yeah. AD and LeBron. It's, the thing is, though, that's if they are healthy. healthy. Now, LeBron, I can see a year where LeBron's healthy. AD. I don't know, but I, at the same time, I only know if LeBron can stay healthy for a whole year. It's starting to get to the point where he just the injury's starting to pile up. Yeah. And LeBron's always been a guy where he just never get injured. It's starting. It's starting to not look like that now. Who knows? Kyrie might be on their team. Is <laughs> <laughs> really never know. I there's there's still some stuff that could happen this offseason, but it, right now it's. Just I, know, I can't slow. see that. Uh, I can't, dude. Other things going going uh, through the schedule. TNT at Cleveland, which is a pretty cool game that we just never really see on. That's a cool two match. That's a cool matchup on on a uh, TNT, especially yeah. with you know how fun with Team Cleveland's been. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's important to me. I mean, hey, shout shout the jail because this is this, super this, cool. This is actually a privilege. This is a privilege that we've earned because I'm telling you. The the be able to play the Celtics on ABC, that is that is that is a privilege. It really is because the Celtics are. Every time about teams that gets the most primetime games, Celtics are top. Of, they're probably on top of this. They have like thirty eight combined right Holy now. Holy crap! Like, they, if we're talking about these 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 like <laughs> on TV games, yeah, they have a lot. I don't know how many they have national televised, but counting NBA Jeez. TV, it's thirty eight. That's that's crazy. And what we. It's just saying ABC out of the three ESPN TNT ABC is the yes, yeah. biggest of them all, and if we just know this because we have two ABC games, it's the more rare one out of mm. the three. Yeah. So to get one of them in Boston, Boston is a is a very it, it's a very cool privilege to have. And man, I can't wait for this game. That's gonna be this, that, that's gonna be a fun game. Like this one means a lot more than the first Boston game. The first Boston game started the year, and I told you it was a back to the back. Or it was a back to back. I want to win on ABC against Boston. That's like that's a game I'm really looking at. Yeah. Uh, can't wait for that one. And then we have to play on uh, we play on TNT. We play on TNT again at Philadelphia a couple games later. Uh and then we got we got Lakers, which is their only visit in our house, sadly, because they we whooped the Lakers the last couple years actually. Oh, yeah. And then this is a big. This is the big important part of the season right here that I was bringing up. Our most brutal part of the of this of the schedule. Yeah, this is just <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, uh. we got Denver. I'm just going to go through it honestly, pretty slow. Denver on ESPN, Clippers on ESPN, Lakers on ESPN, Golden State on TNT, <laughs> Dallas back to back with the second one be on ESPN. My at at my oh well my bad. At Denver, at at LA for the two both LA teams, 
at home against Golden State, at home against Dallas. Then we have to go. That's a back. That's a two. That's a back to back game. So one of them's at home and one of them's at Dallas. Then we go fly out to Miami. And then we fly out to back. This is stupid. We go, we're in Dallas. We fly to Miami. And we got to fly back to, to Texas to play San Antonio. Fucking stupid. They're like fly, what three hours we, apart? Stupid. But we we had to do that. NBA TV against Golden State. Uh, NBA TV against Dallas again. Why do why would you? I feel like we played Dallas five times in this schedule. How many times do you got to play Dallas? Five, six times, it feels like we've seen them. Think That's final Dallas game. Houston back-to-back, that's cool. Yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta and Orlando, cool. Like, those are games I don't care about. Back-to-back against the Clippers. Clippers. Like I said, I think the Clippers are going to be the best. I think Clippers are the best team in the West this year, to be honest. I'm, well, I'm not saying they're the team I pay for the finals, but I'm saying if we're talking about regular season seeding, I'm picking the Clippers to be the number one seed. Oh. If, if they're healthy. Which is a really hard thing to do for them. Oh, but I would I'm, say I'm, I'm feeling good about. I can see them being like the second seed. Like I can see, yeah, because Kawhi is back, and then yeah, you got Paul George for sure back for like the season start. Yeah, John John Wall's finally gonna play on an on team where he can be yeah. impactful. Like that's important. They got Norman Powell, yeah. Robert Covington. Like that team. It, oh, Luke Kennard, best shooter in NBA by the way, shot forty five percent from three yeah. last year. Gotta love Luke Kennard. Uh, yeah, I can see them. That team is that team is really good. <laughs> Yeah, I can see for sure. I can, I, I can see like second seed. I don't know if they're gonna beat. I, know, I feel like the Suns can still be that number one spot. I still can see that for sure. But um, yeah, Suns. I mean, Suns run right this season, but but yeah, I, I I for sure see the Clippers running it. Like it's just something that that I, I know they can do. But the problem is though, I'm saying that they're healthy, yeah. and that that's the team that's just I mean can't stay healthy for lies. But I'm I'm gonna say they do it this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asher, and then see, then schedule wraps up with Ash Chicago, Portland at home, and then three game road trip at the end of the year at Pelicans, at Milwaukee, and at OKC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like that, we went through the whole schedule. Uh, quickly before we end this episode, we're gonna kind of give our predictions. I mean, you don't gotta give us a natural record. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to because I'm like, I like, I'm gonna be able to, but uh. If I, I'm a, I'll start off. If I'm going with, the, with an actual regular season prediction, I think we're going to be the third or fourth seed. It's going to flip between us and the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And I think we, I think we win like first third. It's going to be like a, it's going to be like a low fifties or mm-hmm. high forties, something like that. We're not going to win as much as last year, uh, but I do think this team. Like it's gonna be kind of like a good feeling though going to the playoffs. Like mm-hmm. we have confidence. I don't. I, I hope that we're a third seed or, I mean, I was for. I hope we're first or second seed for all yeah. I care. But uh, because I, because I, I know there's people that really think the Grizzlies are gonna be the number one seed. Yeah. Be that team to run the run the season. Uh, I'm just I'm trying to be realistic, but also you know mm-hmm. uh, I, I get the I I like I want the Grizzlies to pass my expectations yeah. and they did it last year by sure. a lot. So let's hopefully to do it again. And I'm just gonna say that we're gonna be like a third, third, fourth seed. I'll, if I had to pick one third, and we win high forties, the low fifties, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, but what do you think the Grizzlies predict? What do you predict for the Grizzlies? If we did have Jaron, I'm gonna say this. If we had Jaron, I think we really be the number one. We're, team. we're running it. But now that we don't have Jaron for like half the season, now that's obviously different. Um, I feel feel like we can win over 48 games just shy of uh 50 games i think i don't know if we'll hit 50 but we'll be pretty close it'll be 48 or 49 i think and we'll be one of the the top in the west for sure yeah um 
by the same, like, like you said, though, if we had Jaron, I'm looking at it a little different because yeah. Jaron, Jaron's like some people don't understand that or not because he's finished. Jaron's just so important to this team. When Jaron's playing his his best basketball, like to have a player like that, because really it's all about his offensive game and him staying on court, yeah. which he he was managing to do with it towards the end of the year. Jaron is such an important piece, and like he has a potential. Like he, it's it's always like so close. Like oh, I can feel Jaron just getting that breakout. Just, like yeah. we saw a sophomore year that he was close to doing it. We just it's it, since then it's just been injuries that kind of hold him back. That sucks. Uh, once again, I mean he's out for since he said the foot. He says the foot's f- feeling good though right now, but he's out for. Yeah. I hope he's back for Christmas game. At least mm-hmm. you know, kids revenge. I hope he's back for the Christmas game, yeah. which I think he could. I think he he should be. But yeah, Jaron's really important. I think we're playing. I think we're really competing for the number one second seed, and if we have Jaron for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know how long this was. Um, I've, we're still far. What thirty five minutes on this episode? Mm-hmm. Uh, we went. We went a little over our time. But hey, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We are going to bring you another one before the preseason, which is. Sometime in September, we're going to kind of go through it and talk about expectations that what we expect for this uh, upcoming preseason. Mm-hmm. But that is it for that is it for the Grizzly schedule. Uh, very excited for the season. Oh, yeah. The schedule was actually like exciting. Me, uh, I've never been, I've never been excited excited about a schedule re- reveal for my for the Grizzlies because it's not it's something I look at and see. There's not there's not enough to see that's like it's like oh who we play on MLK Day. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, do what we play on my birthday. We don't play on my birthday this year. Sadly. Yeah, they play on mine, but though. We play Minnesota at, on that day, yeah. man. I always look at stuff like that. If they win before my birthday, though, yeah. thank you. But it, 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 I, I, was, I just look at stuff like that. But this time, I was just able to look through, like, oh, we play we play this many games on national television mm-hmm. in a row? Crazy. Like, we have a three-game stretch and a four-game stretch on national television. Yeah. Um, a Christmas game? <laughs> Stuff's crazy. But uh, overall, this is an A-plus schedule. Do you agree with me, right? I mean, I love, it. I love it. Yeah, I was, no. I'm, I'm, I'm very, excited. like I said, I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, just had some had an odd schedule reveal with the whole pool shit. I don't know what that was <laughs> for. The Warriors could have did that. I don't know why Grizzlies do it. Yeah. But it's safe to say this is a this is a dub schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't. We can't wait to bring you guys the preseason content because that means we're just somewhat closer to Grizzlies basketball and actually getting to watch our real our, our real lineup. And we play, I think, the first preseason game, October first. So we play one of the first ones. That's to, that's that's cool. But that's gonna do it for this episode. Make sure to give us a five star review as always. Uh, we really appreciate y'all listening in. We'll be back pretty soon. Still gonna be a little bit of a of a stretch between episodes because we don't want to just pile into right away. But we are. We will see you guys soon for Grizzlies basketball and give give you guys a little recap. Uh, once again, thanks for listening. See you.